<laughs> Welcome everybody to uh, Crystal Core Radio, Episode 9. Joining me today, a legend among men, Comic Storian, a.k.a. Benny, Con- a.k.a. Comic Storian Gaming, rebranding from Eligible Monster, joining the podcast today. Benny, dude, how have you been? What's been going on with you? Uh, not too much. COVID pretty much... I- COVID made me become like a super gamer. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting in the house all day playing video games all day. <laughs> oh, no. It's know, so like, funny. It's like I've been training for this in my entire life. Well, it's funny because I've been doing the YouTube Twitch stuff now for almost uh, what, seven, eight years at this point. Congrats. So my life for, the, for this period has been like travel uh, probably about twice a month on average. Um, like I, so I never really got too dedicated into a lot of the games I was doing. Everything outside of the story I'm going to tell the Savage Group I was with was pretty much non-existent. It was the Savage Group, and then that was all I ever got to really do for gaming, and then the occasional AAA title. So I really didn't get to do much gaming outside of Final Fantasy rating yeah. because of YouTube and Twitch. But since we can't go anywhere, like I can do the, the without travel, without meetings, without people calling me, it's like a three-hour workday for the longest time <laughs> man that sounds awesome uh guys hit that subscribe <laughs> button i'd like to get somewhere in the in the closeness of a million like you're at two or three million subs on comic story and 2.3 uh, yeah. that's incredible and then you're coming up on 200,000 for uh, comic story and gaming uh guys be sure to go check his links are in the description below fantastic content creator i shouldn't have to be the one telling you this but if this is me introducing benny to you guys well i am honored and thrilled now we're working towards our goal here with this podcast channel to get to a thousand subscribers. So feel free if you're listening and we feel, and you feel like we've earned your sub to hit the subscribe button, come back for more podcasts of which we like to talk about video games. This one being kind of in the final fantasy esque uh, nature of it. So um, the big part of this topic is going to be the raid scene. You, know, you and I were actually having this like conversation offline. And then I think you were like, we should totally podcast on this because this could be a very charged topic yeah. depending on uh, your perspective. And so just kind of a, a note, we're going to be speaking about our opinions, our experiences with the raids themselves. Uh, obviously, everybody can have their own experience uh, with that and more. But just kind of bear in mind, this is going to be from two, uh, you know, married guys who've got, you know, their own careers that we've got on uh, yeah. how we try to break into the uh, into the raid scene itself. So, uh, Benny, right. why don't my, you go ahead? Yeah, go ahead, please. I was like, my story is from the last year of trying to get effectively into an effective Savage rating tier. Like, like from sitting down last July and going, I want to be current on Savage. Because after Binding Coil of Kaham- Bahamut back at 2. Kahamut. Yeah, Kahamut. <laughs> uh, that's, that's how I say it. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Binding Coil of Kahamut. Uh, I quit rating because I was like, there's no end goal. We get the gear people are able to get more casual gear through the tones. Yeah. It really doesn't matter what you do with Savage. And every six but months, it's kind of like reset it and go from exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, why put all that extra time and effort in if the only goal is to get the gear ahead of everyone? Because in six months, everyone's going to have it anyway. Yeah. And I, I've never been one who's for the, I want to be first to something. Yeah. I'm, I've always got the mentality of like, well, you can spend a week working on that and be first. And if it takes me an extra month, but I did it for an hour a day. Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm fine with that. It's like easy peasy. Yeah, exactly. So, but this has been my overall experience and I feel, and this is going to sound weird because I, I know that this is a taboo thing. And that's why I've like all the research I've now done and the money that I've spent money. There, there's a paywall to getting into an effective savage group at this point. Okay. 
of, of the caliber that I'm looking for is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a market here, right? That it's like, okay, because anybody could counter that and be like, well, of course you could do all this. But the question is, it, it's what Chris and I've talked about numerous times. It's like, what is your time worth? Uh, yes, and so at exactly. some point, there's some point in your life and it's not right now. Cause like when we talked about COVID, like I'm mowing my yard again, I'm doing all these things again. Work is, you know, like we've lost hours. So it's like, here's the new normal. Okay. Well, I'm mowing my yard again. Not a problem. It's just, that was a luxury that I was able to work while somebody else mowed my yard and I was able to make more than it cost somebody to mow. Now right. that is not the case. I've got extra time. So right. Which is why I think I got into the situation I'm in now, which yeah. for the record isn't a bad situation in my opinion at all, but that I've kind of gone down this route. So I, I guess I should just for the sake of the viewers start at the beginning of how, what, what I wanted to do. Please do. So for those who don't know, I do run the comic story channel. I also run a Twitch channel. I have a staff of about 11 people. So some people may look at the situation up for me, time is money. And like I, you know, you've met my editor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to edit. That gives me back six hours of my day. So I'll hire somebody to do the editing for me. Uh, I don't want to do the writing on a particular script. I'll hire somebody to do the, ed- the writing on my script. I didn't think about this in a gaming sense until recently. So what ended up happening was last July, I decided I wanted to get into Savage because there's a thing called the ultimate tier, which mm. Final Fantasy players know all about. Yes. The ultimate tier. It's that, it's that shining apple, golden apple at the top of the, that, that proves that I'm the best I can be at Final Fantasy 14. I have mm-hmm. that title and that trophy. And I was like, I want to get that. So I went through all the appropriate routes. I went, uh, the, I will, first thing I did was how do you get into a Savage group? Because the first first mistake I made was uh, before that I tried to jump in with my buddies, and that was a terrible idea. Because they uh, it will, and I know and I know there are people who will make a group with their friends and it will work, but the problem that I ran into is not that my friends are bad. It was the mentality everyone had initially. It was you had the one guy that was there because he wanted to hang out with his friends, and you had the other guy that couldn't put the extra time in for the tomes, and you had the two other guys that were grinding out their parses like crazy, trying to get super high numbers, and then you had the other guy who was dealing with real life and he could barely make it, and mm-hmm. that was the friend a- attempt at it. And we didn't even get past like I think Doom Train. We went like two weeks and couldn't get past like tier one of that that tier. Mm-hmm. So that disbanded. So. Yeah. Last July, I decided I was going to look for a more dedicated savage group. My philosophy was if I'm not friends with them at the start and it's a terrible experience, I can leave and not feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> so preserve the friendship. And there's like a little, <laughs> a little scratch right, exactly. for that. Yeah. So basically what happened is uh, the first thing what came up, of course, when you're trying to get a savage group is they go, what's your parse? Well, starting last July, I didn't have a parse. Mm-hmm. It was, I like Bard. That was, that was my parse. <laughs> so right off the bat, if I didn't have any parses, people didn't even want to talk to me. Like I wouldn't get responses. I wouldn't, if they would ask, what's your parse? I would respond. I don't have one right now. I'm working on that. No responses and nothing. They wouldn't. So that took forever to begin with. Mm-hmm. Eventually, uh, for a person I'm super friends with at this point reached out and she was very blunt about it, but she was like, uh, we can work on the parse. Can you just make it at these times, at these days, and we'll, we'll bring you in and we'll parse you and see where you stand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep, can totally do that. At the time, I was still traveling a ton, but traditionally, if I do a trip, it's a Friday to Monday thing, and they wanted to run Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I was like, perfect. Works great. I can do that and still do my job. So I got into this group, and I worked hard on it, and we worked on the parses. But that's the first problem with Savage Rating. The group I got into, once we cleared it, that was the end of it. Okay, and this is this is going to come up later, Brian. This mm-hmm. is the problem right now. 
we would clear it and beat it and that's it. So what that turned into is eventually, unless you were running these things off on your own, I was getting practice of each fight one day a week. Okay. So like the parses were going up, but a very slow pace. Yeah. And one day a week is, I mean, when we talk about it and that's been my challenge and I've expressed it numerous times, uh, people have invited like, Hey, can you commit to two or three days a week to doing this raid? And at the moment I'm still procreating. So uh, that, that becomes a challenge. I mean, it's just with the well, state of like life. We were yeah. going two to three days, but once we cleared it, we were done for the week. Yeah. So like once you beat it, we didn't go back in and improve. We didn't go practice to try and clean it up okay. a little bit more. If we hit in rage, we still beat it. So no one cared. And we got through the whole tier that way. Uh, no issues at all. And I was excited. We got to the end of the tier and then the discussion came up of jumping into ultimate. But we took so long to get through the tier that it was close to 5.3. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like a mentality of like, well, we'll just wait for 5.3, clear that, then get into ultimate. So I was a little irritated with that. But once again, it became a mindset thing. We had some people who wanted to play other games. We had some people who wanted to be really dedicated. But I had a static group now. I was happy. Everything should have been fine, Brian. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Everything should have been fine. But Right. March hits. We get 5.3. The group was pretty divided on what they want to do. Uh, we end up kicking out two people because they're not dedicated enough. Another person doesn't even want to get tomes. The group is seemingly falling apart, but every week our leader pulls everyone together and has the discussion of how we're going to fix this. Um, after about a month or so, I'm in COVID. I've got a ton of time. I'm like, I want to be more dedicated to Final Fantasy rating. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in and do this. And this is where my story gets interesting because up yeah. to this point, it sounds like everybody else's raid story. This is where, <laughs> well, yeah, this is when we were talking. I was like, wow, like this is a whole, like guys, we're about to go into a whole new world. One that I was just like blissfully a ignorant of, but it's like, I've heard talk of it, you know, like occasionally, but it was never anything that I was like. Tell me more. I must know about this. So this is the adventure we're about to go on. Before we do, though, from the from the show, thanks to all the new subs. I've gotten some notifications and I've been adjusting the audio. So thank you guys for helping me run this live. And thanks to also all my Texas ninjas, undesirable to undeniable. Thank you for subscribing. And if I missed a sub, I do apologize. But guys, feel free to let us know if you have any questions. The goal of this is also to be a live interactive show with you guys hanging out as well. But Benny... Um, Let's go ahead and dive into the rest of your of your story. This is okay. where things I think get really interesting, and there's yeah. also a correlation to what's going on in Destiny Two. But we'll kind of get into oh, that. exactly. Yeah. So, because up till now it's just like everybody else's raid story. My group started falling apart. It fell apart, and then I had to start looking for a new group. So, the first thing I did is okay. Now I got my parses, Brian. It's going to be great. I'll be able to get into a group. I'll be able to do this no problem. So I go on to the Discord, I go on to the Reddit, I go on to every source you can look to find a thing. And I literally throw out, I'm interested in Ultimate. I've already, uh, I've cleared E5 through 7. Uh, I'm a past light rampant in Shiva. Uh, I'm, you know, my parser is a little low, but I'm looking to get with a group that wants to continually practice, continually work on these together. Be that team element that I remember from Final Fantasy XI, mm-hmm. where even if we cleared for a week, we'd go clean up the practice. Oh, let's just go yeah. run that again. Let's just go run that again. There's no drops, but whatever. Um, cause I wasn't getting that. I wasn't getting that group dedication that I was looking for. And now that I had all this time, it was like, now I really want to do that. So I start looking and I start getting responses from Ray team. Now I'm getting responses. Mm-hmm. My favorite response so far has been, uh, your parse is too low. Go improve it in party finder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, first off, party finder is the worst advice you can ever give anyone because, the goal of being in a static is to have one strategy that you work on together and you improve and you upon that it. strategy. That's the point. Yeah. I will tell you right now, Brian, 
Shiva's Light Rampant has about three effective strategies, and the one that my group learned is called Aatori, and the one that Aether likes to do is called Ilya. <laughs> so, so right off the bat, I can't effectively get into a party finder. I've got it, even though I've got I I, I don't have the clear at this at this time. I can't effectively get into an Ilya party because I can't do Ilya properly. So now I have to look for a light rampant group, but now we're a month in. So every party finder is past that. They're all looking for a thing called Worms Lament 2 at that point. So I've literally camping party finder, looking for Ilya groups, getting frustrated. And the responses are your parse isn't high enough. Uh, you don't know how to do Ilya already. You don't, uh, we don't know Ilya, uh, yeah, Tori, go learn Ilya, go into party finder. Uh, my favorite response was if you don't know how to deal with party finder people, you won't be able to deal, uh, adjust to our mistakes. Like, so right. he, you're telling me you're going to make mistakes and you want me to be good at adjusting to your mistakes by learning how to adjust to party finder people first. Right. Basically every savage group that was looking for consistent members, the response was go into party finder and fail, beat your head against a wall until you learn it. And then you can come back to us. Bear in mind, I've already beat five through seven. I'm already past lights rampant, but my group's just not concluding this. Mm -hmm. But this, this is April. I'm frustrated. I'm snapping at my group, telling them to get their, their crap together. <laughs> well, because we, we, we had that same thing. We had some yeah. people who just didn't care. We had some people who really cared. Right. We had the guys showing up who just wanted to be there for to kill time. And we start going through April, and I'm just getting the same responses over and over and over. You know, go do your party finder. Go do this. I'm still running with the current group, hoping that we can at least get through. We're making baby steps. It feels like every session we, yeah. we make very minor progress to get through it. Um, and that eventually comes into May. So I'm, the, the scene, what I'm noticing at this point, has this barrier for entry. And I've noticed this where they want you, the people looking for groups want you to, one, know their strat in its entirety, right at the get-go they don't want to learn it with you they want you to know it then they also want you to have a high parse already which means that not only do you know the strap but you know it well enough to get your rotation worked in to all the nuances and get it way up there mm -hmm. so no group would take you unless you were already parsing from what i was seeing around a blue at least uh and you were already completing the run okay mm -hmm. Th and that takes practice right. doing it with an effective group of people i tell everyone multiple times the biggest problem in final fantasy 14 is not the raids not the mechanics it's finding seven people under the same mindset that are competent enough to do the challenge <sighs> I, I it's it's it, there is a part of me that and to confess there is a relief there's a relieving part because i've often felt that and i've often felt that it's my stage of life and it's just, I mean, and I know that I could do that if I had, if I had more time, but right. that, I mean, what you've just described is saying it's, it's a, you know, I, I would need to really commit and it's not just like, Hey, this week I have three nights to raid. No, it's like, Hey, this, you know, six months, this is what I'm going to be doing. And I need to either make that decision now or more. But when you talk about seven, I've always called it the curse of seven. Because when we've ever tried, every time I've tried, I can always get seven people. I've always had to then go and find the random person who always drops on me after three. And so yep. then I decided, I was like, you know, as a content creator, this, me being the leader of this, like Shindig, is not working. A, because then we're going to have a wide range of people. And then I have to sit here and say, like, I don't want to be the guy who's like, you're out. You can't cut it. Like, cut me if I'm doing bad. Like, I would have rather just be somebody who comes in and, and plays and enjoys the game, but not having that, that available time to sit here and say, yep, three nights a week, four nights a week. This is what we're doing until we get the clear. Whoo. But you tell me that, man, I, 
part of me just goes, thank God in a way, because that's the <laughs> thing. That's the thing I have long dealt with over the last couple of years. I, I've chosen to procreate. Like I've made these decisions. I'm happy with my decisions and choices in life, but there's still a part of me that wants to be a part of this. There's still like, when you were telling me the story, like a part of me is like, huh, how can I make that happen? So tell, tell the world, what was your solution? <laughs> well, so so I, I do want to clarify because okay. there are people out there who are looking to get whoever is available and learn it together. But the, the reason why I wasn't, I, and I got a few of those, but the reason I wasn't taking those offers at the time is mm -hmm. I still technically was in my previous group. Mm -hmm. So if I... If I'm going to, if I already have a group that's making slow progress and they're not, they're not wanting to disband, I'm the one wanting to take it a little more serious. I'm not going to then leave to go to another group that's kind of on that same level of we're not completing. You know what I mean? The, so I do want to clarify, there are some people trying to start from scratch, but we'll, you'll find out why that also doesn't work once I finally got out of the other group. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> cause they, I tried that as well. Um, <laughs> So, okay, so basically at this point it was May and I was getting super fed up, okay? And uh, we get, I haven't been able to find a, a more hardcore group and the only invites I'm getting are people that are more casual than the group I'm in and mm -hmm. the mid-core group that I'm in isn't beating Shiva and it's frustrating because nobody wants to practice and we're trying to m mess with these groups and everything like that. Um, and we get through it and I started randomly at this time streaming Final Fantasy XIV raids. I was like, well, I'm just gonna stream it. Uh, I need to get some stream hours in. I might as well stream the raids. Right. This will come back later why this matters that I started streaming the raids. Okay. The audience enjoyed the, sh the raids. They enjoyed the banter. But even they started to notice after a couple of weeks, wow, you guys are just going to fail on Shiva again tonight. Yay. Even the audience sees it happening. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> like they Oof. would show up and they're like, oh, you're back on Shiva. Uh, I'll check in in an hour. I need and to get a meme board. <laughs> But we were getting pretty good views with it. So mm. May rolls through and we get to the end of May. And one of the guys who me and a couple of people in the old group talked about is kind of the core of the, I guess, the not caring attitude, uh, decided to suddenly care. Oh. Like he's everyone in this group is frustrated. Everyone in this group is irritated. No, every the only reason I think at this point we were even together is because we were so close to beating it. We're like, we don't want to leave at this point. We're right there. We're right at Worm's Lament 2. We mm -hmm. just need to nail down that last strat. And he comes in and he starts trying to call out everyone's rotations, parses, gear. And this is the guy that didn't care. This is the guy that told us he wouldn't cap tomes. He wouldn't work on his BIS. He didn't care what happened. And he, it was a black mage that wanted the whole group to adjust to him. So me <laughs> and a couple of the other people start arguing with him about the whole situation. And it, it basically gets so heated that the ninja officially quits. He's like, that's oh. it. I'm done. He's like, I cannot do this anymore. I'm done with this group. He quits out. This is Wednesday. Our last night is on Thursday. And this is where it gets interesting, Brian. Uh, it, I guess kind of up to this point where this is where what you and I talked about. I know you yeah. want to hear. About. Oh, yeah. So what it's ended so up happening? It's so fascinating. Yeah. So at that point, I'm super frustrated. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, once again, I'm a guy who has people doing jobs that I don't want to deal with. That's just, that's what I do in my job. I have an editor, I have a writer. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about this Wednesday night and I'm like, you know what? And for the record, I'd already been thinking about this because mm -hmm. now that I'm streaming it, my idea was, well, I'm technically making money on it. Maybe I'll pay my stream group, my raid team, because they're helping me create this content. Because I have the benefit of having comic story. And so that's where my funding comes from. Yeah. So Twitch, I, I can kind of disperse amongst the people helping me make the content. And I'd already been thinking about this. And I go into Party Finder, and you can probably look at it right now. I have Final Fantasy up at all times. I'll tell you right now how many there are. And I know you've seen them at the top of the list. 
Selling Edens vs. Savage, Crafter for Hire, that one's probably real, uh, Min Max, Summer Sale, Min Max, Summer Sale, Restocker, Legacy, Found It Cheaper, we'll do it. There is literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, that's seven of them, eight, nine, there's 10, yeah. 11, 11 sellers on there. Yeah. Now, I've never spoken to these people before. Uh, mm -hmm. Outside of the occasional, like, I think we've all memed at one point. What are you charging for that? LOL, no. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, uh, how much? Nope, not really interested. Sorry, thank you. So <laughs> I see all these things up there. I'm frustrated. I'm at the end of Shiva. I don't want to get into a party finder group mm -hmm. to finish Shiva. And I start sending out mass messaging. Now, no, I know from previously goofing around with people in my free company with these people that they, what they want to do is log on to your account and beat the content for you. Now, even if you're okay with that, and I, it's probably fine if you want to do that to pass your stuff, I, I, I'm not against it. Personally, I don't feel like I've earned it. Even if it right. was like a carry, I feel like I've earned it even if we've gone through it. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I think I might have an exception personally when I let my kids go and level for me on game when they're old enough. <laughs> That's well, been exactly. playing I mean, a long game here, but yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I used to like a, me and a buddy be working on achievements together. So we'd mm. be literally playing the same Xbox game, but he would play these 10 hours. I would play this 10 hours. And that's how we grinded things out. In theory, it's not, it's no different, but it's not your direct friend. Mm -hmm, right. But I'm still, at least in Final Fantasy and in Destiny, which I'll talk about in a minute, the exact same situation. Uh, I was like, as long as I'm participating, even if I'm not the strongest member of the team, I've, I've achieved the goal. I've mm -hmm. done it. Right. That's, that's the whole point. You can be in a Party Finder Savage group and beat Shiva and just be the worst player. Right. Exactly. It'll still count. <laughs> yeah, they're not like at the end of it. Like, all right, you were... Well, because the game doesn't actually feed you any parsing information. The game doesn't feed you right. a score. It's either, No one knows if I was the, good, the worst or the best unless you're using ACT, which you're not supposed to give people shit for using. So, <laughs> I mean, not supposed to give people shit for their parsing from using it if you want to use it. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> We've seen what happens. It's interesting that, like, talking about it in game as as boiled over into an offense within it so it just kind of makes it all the more sense like just don't just just be quiet just don't exactly yeah so i reached out and i sent the same message to quite a few people uh i want to play my own character mm -hmm. i don't i'm no one's piloting my character i want you to teach me the mechanics i'll pay a premium if need be i want to know what the price would be to rent your team for seven uh, seven people for an hour at a time what would be the cost right and, and, I also, and I want all Shiva loot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Like, if, if you're setting the terms, you might as well set the whole thing, the whole terms. Like, I want all Shiva loot. I want you to teach me how to do it properly. And I want your competent people so that I don't have to worry about them messing mm -hmm. up. And then I'm wondering if I messed up. Right, exactly. And, and most of them didn't even respond because the general response was, well, we log on to your account. And the second thing you always get is you have to pay up front, which I refuse to do. Right. Like, I'm not going to pay up front. And I, I get why the reasoning is simple because you could pay up front and then do it. Uh, you could pay after, not pay them. Right. So they want the payment up front to make sure they're going to get it. But at the same time, you could be getting scammed, but they're worried about being scammed on the backside. So it's, it's someone has to give. So I found a guy that was American. We chatted on discord. He was 100% fine with a rent, a rent, a team, fee. rent a team. That's what he called it. He's like, yeah, he's like, we'll, we'll do that if you want. He's like, normally we pilot. He's like, but if you're going to pay hourly, and we agreed on two hours initially. I would pay half. I would pay for one hour up front, and then I could pay for the other one afterward. That was mm. our, our terms on yeah. it. So that we well. It, it's like any it. kind of contract. It's like fifty percent yeah. down. Like okay, that's fine. And I and I like and I was like, you know what? 
it's not that much money. It, it's a good amount of money, but it wasn't like thousands of dollars like, like I've seen on websites and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the time we worked out the terms to be like, it was going to be, uh, I think like 70 an hour or something like that, but that's $10 per person. You got to think how much the individual person was making for doing it kind of a thing, mm-hmm. which is still a good amount, but I knew I was close enough to Shiva that it shouldn't take me more than two hours. Like right. I should have this down relatively soon. Got in there, beat it, got my loot, everything's good. And I'm like, fantastic. I've learned the strats. I beat the thing. Uh, my group eventually just disbanded the next day, the mm-hmm. group that I was with. And that was the end of that. And I was like, okay, I have a clear. I've learned Ilya. Uh, I have, uh, I, I, the only thing I need to do now, because uh, I have all my loot, mm-hmm. I need to work on my parse. But yeah. I love raiding. I want to do it again. So I thanked the guy for their time. I got in touch. We became very friendly. And I moved over to all the LFG stuff again. Yeah. Right, let's, go find, let's go find a static. Let's go find a static. Okay. You would think at this point it should be relatively easy. I'm clearing yeah. the content. It doesn't matter. And I've cleared it with the appropriate And stats. you know the strat that people are using. I'm using the strat that they're using. Uh, while I could use some cleanup on it, I've cleared it using Ilya. Mm-hmm. And if anybody who's done a light rampant on Shiva knows, uh, you, can't, you can't be carried through Ilya. You have to do it. If you don't do it, everyone dies. <laughs> so <laughs> at the bare minimum, people know that I've cleared it at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, so we then moved on into doing, I moved on to Party Finder and I started looking again and I got the same response, Brian. Well, your parse isn't high enough. Okay, but I cleared the content. I'm looking for a group to re-clear with. Mm-hmm. I don't even want loot. I just want to re-clear yeah. and make that parse better. Oh, well, your parse isn't high enough. Right. Okay. And I kept getting that response over and over and over. And like, I kept trying to jump in party finders and stuff like that. But generally that wasn't going anywhere. I couldn't improve my strats when everyone's doing that. So it goes almost the entirety of June and I don't have a solid group. I keep trialing with groups. Uh, one group said that I messed up their strats, but they changed the, they literally did three different strats mid run that they didn't say. Uh, one group uh, had three people that bailed after two runs. Another oh, group, no. like it was, it was every party finder disaster happening yeah. over the course of the all month. All at once, are, yeah. Or, and these yeah, are all supposed month. to be statics. Like, uh, this isn't supposed to be, I'm supposed to be, oh, we figure out the problems, we work it together, we start clearing things, we start clearing things, we start clearing things. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be what I'm doing here. So we get to the end of June. Now, during this time, I started streaming Destiny, which I've run with you. Yes. And, and Destiny, you. Destiny has, is, has a very similar market over there. It does. You can... You can pay people to run trials with you, to run raids with you, to things like that. It's a thing where people have gotten so good at Destiny, they won't hang out with the lower people unless you're just actually really good friends with them. But they get paid for their services. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe you and I can look at it a little differently because we literally get paid to entertain while playing these games. They're getting paid to be good at the game. So maybe it looks a little bit differently, but that's a whole nother scene of hacking and problems to the point where you have to like pay to get through trials and things like that, unless you are God tier, which I am not. So I, had, so I, that was like 30 bucks. I hung out with two guys for a couple hours. They were like MLG level players. It was a fun time, had a good time with that and uh, ended up uh, getting that clear over there on that side. Mm-hmm. You posted got, a video on it. That was really, that? you posted your video on going yeah. flawless in Destiny Two, guys. Again, uh, for those of you joining us just mid podcast, Eligible Monster is now comic storing and gaming. Be sure to follow his gaming content channel over there. Lore, just fantastic content. So again, plug in Thank your you. channel. But yeah, but conti- but continue because this is like and even chat uh, fencing was talking about this. All things considered, this is kind of a gray market. 
you know, it is, it's a weird market. And that's why I, I thought it'd be great to talk to you about it because what I've realized like destiny's market for this is massive. Yes. The amount of people that I have met that are selling their like, Hey, you want, you want me to run PVP with you for a couple hours, carry the whole group. I'll do it for like 15 bucks. You know, like yeah. the amount of people making a living off of just being good at destiny and helping people in raids and helping people in PVP and helping people in clears and, is insane. Now, luckily for me, and you've met my clan, mm -hmm. we're clearing most of that content ourselves. Yeah. They aren't PVP centric, hence how I ended up meeting these guys. Yeah. Um, and I became buddies with them, so I don't even pay for their time. It's just we hang out off the time now. But like, and that's what, so, but what I realized was I stream Destiny with these people and I pay them for their time. And it's because I have the ability to with Twitch. Twitch mm -hmm. donates money, I give the money to them, I don't take it for myself. I'm, and I look, at, I look at it as I'm paying a co-host. Right. Sure, that guy's amazing at PVP, but he's here to just banter and chat with me and he's just gonna get a check for being here. That's literally what it is. Mm -hmm. And that got me thinking about Final Fantasy XIV and, it, and after this last incident with this last rage here, it got me thinking about that guy that I spoke to about how you could rent a team. Yeah. So, so my last static attempt was a complete disaster. And I feel like the leader of that one had so many internal issues. It wasn't even funny. Like it was one of those situations where I didn't cause a single wipe, but they wanted to blame a wipe on me. And I even watched the video back and the other guy said I didn't cause the wipe. Mm -hmm. He hits me up the next day and he kicked me out because I caused the wipe, which everyone says I didn't cause. And the guy that I'm talking to is the one that did cause the wipe. And he's saying he caused the wipe, but they want to kick me out. And I, instead of arguing it, I'm like, that's cool. Really don't even want to fight with this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Well, it's that, you know, the question is, and this comes into the concept because we were actually kind of talking. I think you're going to post a video. I know I'm planning on a video for Ginger Prime, but talking about like Destiny Gary tweeted out that he wants raid matchmaking in Destiny 2. And many people have spoken out against it. You and I talked about it. And you were like, no. Um, but when it comes down to it, like it's here's like, you know, yeah, 14 has matchmaking. However, party finder matchmaking, like there's this entire economy that's grown out of that system if you were just matchmaking into this i'm wondering what that 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 level of acceptance is in terms of finding that pug of that that group that just kind of said you know what i'm just going to casually hit q into this i'm just going to see what happens and then after maybe three attempts if it's not looking like it's going well i'm gonna go because i'm really not committed i don't know any of these people and what's also interesting in your story from when you started, where you started the story back with Bahamut's Coil, you know, like that in and of itself, that's you and your team, and your static and everybody kind of moving in that same direction. Years right, later, yeah. here we are. And the primary concern that I'm hearing or the primary issue beyond like the grayness of like, okay, let's just rent a team. Uh, it ties into trying to find seven people who are trying to actively work on that content who, who really give a shit. I mean, yeah, that's his biggest thing. Yeah. Every, I think every group has that one guy that's there because his buddy's there. He doesn't care. He's just there because his buddy's there. It's like, can like I find my friend? Yeah. Like, can I bring my friend? I just want to hang out need, with him we, at the same time. We need somebody else. Yeah, I guess so. You know, <laughs> is he good? Well, he'll get better. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> is he geared? board stuff. I'm like, okay. And every time someone would hit me up and be like, well, your parses are grays and greens. My response would be, cause I'm not party finding. I clear it once a week. 
Mm-hmm. If you, I have no problems if I'm with a group learning our strats, then working on my parse. But if you're going to change the strats, which is going to change my parse, I play machinist. I need to know the exact spot to do the burst so that I can maneuver around the burst. Otherwise, I just go in there and get the clear. Because mm-hmm. that's the problem. You can get a clear with grace. So right. what the hell does it matter? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so anyway, so what ends up... So, the group ended up eventually just disbanding. And I guess the guy even deleted the discord afterwards and everything like that. And huh. I started thinking about it. I'm like, so if I'm on destiny, you're right. I had the idea before my previous group broke up to pay them for their time. If we're going to do raids and we're going to get donations, why don't they get the money? Which look, I don't, I don't care what you say about getting paid to play a game. If you're getting a paycheck to show up on time with your pots, with your food and you're there, you know, like ready to roll you're more incentivized to actually show up. And I had discussed this with my old raid leader. I was like, when five, four hits, I want to stream that. And I want to put aside some money to pay you guys to be my co-host. And she was like, I don't know if we should do that. I don't know how I feel about it. It is exactly what that guy said in the chat. People start getting a gray area when you're getting a check to do your game. Yeah. That's just it. Like, it seems like people have to break that mentality. And I've always thought of it a little differently because literally you and I, we did a raid in Destiny. Mm Mm-hmm. Regardless of how much money was made, be it pennies from a donation or be it an actual check from gifted subs, we made money that period doing Destiny. Mm-hmm. So I guess not in my like head, not like in the porn way, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess in my head, it's not. It doesn't seem that bad if you're just good at a game to get paid for your time. You know, because well, if, especially in today's market, let's just take this and like re- like lay it out there. Let, let put it all in real brass tacks. Ninja made $30 million off of like mixers collapse. Like there is, there is definitely an economy. I've I definitely like when we talk about, and I've used the expression, like when we talk about like the, the upper class, middle class and lower class, like in the terms of content creation, middle and low class are pretty much like the bulk of people, but they're also the ones, you know, fighting over kind of the pennies, you know, like the same right. then, but yeah, the upper class is like, these guys are just making bank. Now, then you have a kind of a concept because why do people watch content creators? Like, why do they watch? Well, me, I have no idea. Uh, it's the beard. I, it's Your the beard's beard. Amazing. Be- oh, thank you very much. Uh, beard oil. <laughs> it definitely does the trick. Um, the, on that regards, when you look at it, like people will either watch like the most skilled people. And for some reason, maybe these skilled people aren't streaming, but there are de- like one of the things I've often believed is, uh, like just because someone's streaming and they're skilled, there still can be somebody out there who's just like, I'm not really confident, but I can play this game and I can do it incredibly well. I have a talent right. for that. The other side is it becomes a kind of an entertainment factor. Somebody either has a lot of knowledge, somebody is just generally fun and interesting and, and funny or humorous or insightful to watch. So there's all different ways that people kind of come into this. What's really interesting around gaming and gaming specifically is that as you grow as a content creator. Obviously, you get people in your community to enjoy that kind of content. They discover that content. And they're like, this is a great place that I like to hang out and like to, whether I agree or we can have good discussion. But then you also have kind of that other mindset that it's like, are you, what's the, like, are you really true? Like, because once money, and this is anything, once money starts getting put on the table, I think it's fine. I think it's fair to question the yeah. intentions of, like uh, of the creator. Right. And I even talked about this a little bit on my video that just went up today when it's like, I've returned to final fantasy 14 after a long break, one that was originally planned to be much shorter, but due to COVID pushing the patch backwards, I just kind of use that time to play uh, fantasy star online too. I always focus in on the games that I care about, like hands down. 
I don't right. like hating on games, but I can't imagine the pressure as a as a parent. Let's say that you know I had two million subs on Final Fantasy, and then anytime I talk anything else about it, nobody cares. You know, all of a sudden it's like, are you locked into this because this is how you how you eat, how you take yeah. care of your family, and so that's where I think the a lot of grayness comes into it. But when you break it down, and I often when I when I teach like YouTube because people have reached out. So I've kind of started kind of teaching, like, here's what I've learned. You've taught me a lot. Like it's kind of me just paying it forward from the lessons that you've kind of like, Hey Brian, like think about this this way. But I use business terms in the, in the, in that because to separate a, the emotional excitement from a video that does well or the emotional excitement or disappointment when nobody watched, like I posted yeah. this thing on Minecraft dungeons. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but I love the dungeons. They're so good. I'm not, um, even, even seven years later, if I put up a video and I'm not expecting views on it, I can't bring myself to open up the YouTube studio. Yeah. I have to launch the video and I have to look at it like a week later because that exact emotional time, I can't look at like, it's not going to do well. I'm not right. going to look at it. <laughs> right. But like back to the, that kind of concept when it's like what you're proposing is that you're act, like, I'm hiring people to be a part of this show. Like if all of a sudden it's like, yeah. hey, this show brings in. Uh, and this brings in nothing. We're not monetized. Subscribe to the channel, please. Uh, <laughs> hit that like button. Yeah, subscribe. And share. Help them out. We got uh, like, to get, we get to a thousand. I think we're getting close to halfway there. Um, but beyond like uh, the you know that monetization, it's like all of a sudden, hey, this actually brings in a certain amount of money. And then the question I always look at from my perspective, because I don't rely on YouTube revenue as a means of survival. I look at it like, how can I invest that back into the channel? Like, what can I do to make yeah. my content either better or more exciting or do these things? Like, cause I have these ideas that take a long time, but because they take a long time, I end up sometimes using a little bit of the YouTube money to take a day off work to focus in on the content. So it right. allows me to like, Hey, this is a day off. So I can actually make this really cool thing that I, unless I have 10 hours to, to focus in on it, it won't get done. And unfortunately, this is like a, like guys, like my wife is incredible. Anytime you like, you ever see her like in chat or whenever she randomly drops in a live stream, be sure to shower her with love because I have the mind that it's like, once I start something, I am there. I have to finish it. Um, I, it's so I schedule my days now to where like at four o'clock, I usually get off of that five or five thirty, four o'clock central. I have no new tasks. So if I get done at 4.10, I start nothing new. I just will end up doing documentation and all the programming boring tasks that are just very simple. Because if I start something new and I cannot finish it before it's time to go to dinner and play with the kids, my mind can't turn off. And oh, it's, yeah, that's how I am. And yeah. it drives me. It, it, like I'm like, and Julie's just like, I'll come down and she's like, you're not, you're not here. Like I'm physically walking around, but mentally I'm not. And so she'll either say, just go get it done. Or, uh, but so I'm just trying to do a better job as being a parent and father. But all that being said is like, there is a complexity to this, but at the same time, at, at the end of the day, like if you are able to hire a team that is now your, you know, if almost like a, your squad and the, and you're paying them for their, for their time, which makes them committed money right, will does. make people show up. It doesn't even matter how much it is. If there's any kind right. of a monetary gain, like someone's like, okay, yeah, I, I should be ready. I got to be there. I don't want to be kicked from this. Right. I, you know, and that's just it. Like I enjoy playing this game and he's going to pay me to be there. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and why, and why not them? Why, why, like why Ninja or why any, a shroud or all these big yeah. time name celebrities, you know, that they, they get paid, they get paid like crazy. Might as well. Like, you know, it's like, if you got a talent, like know your value. And I think essentially though, it's almost kind of like you're hiring a mercenary group. 
where it's like you're contracting with Blackwater and they're like, we've got the team, they're trained, they're ready, as opposed to trying to individually get one person after the next, right? Like you have kind yeah. of a, a guy who's like, all right, this is the crew. I've vetted them. We're showing up. We're rocking this out. That's how. Yeah, and I've vetted the people that I bring on the streams. I make sure that they're not just some weirdo that I just happen to, you know what I mean? Like, That's risky. Wow, these guys like, guys, comic social story, skills. Comic story and took a really dark turn. <laughs> Turns out, like, yeah, the guy's incredible at Destiny, but he's also a raging racist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, and it's funny because a lot of a lot of these games have like a terms of service thing where like you cannot exchange actual cash for oh, a, a direct thing. The way a lot of these guys get around it, and I mean, even I do it too, like to an extent, it's like you pay for their time. Yeah. You're not paying for the service. If you're doing cash, it's time. You're uh, like, oh, we're going to do trials on Destiny. Okay, this is how much I pay. I charge an hour to come and hang out with you. And if we get it done, cool. On Final Fantasy, they just they do it for Gil. They just get Gil and they all just get all the crazy stuff in the game. And, and that's how they do it or they do an hourly thing. Like we, we can't guarantee what's gonna happen, how fast you're gonna learn, none of that stuff. It's an hourly thing. You're just hanging out with us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's an interesting way to look at it because what I realized getting into these groups, cause I, once I started, so after the group broke up and I reached out and I presented like, here's what I, so what people don't realize, and I, my, I'm making my, my Discord more aware of it now because I don't think they were aware of it as much as I wanted them to be. I have many people on my team that get small part-time job checks for the month to run various aspects of the community. So like what you said earlier, mm -hmm. you were like, I don't have the time to make a savage group. Right. So I realized years ago that there's people who want to hang out, but I don't have the time to show up every day. And I don't have the time to organize a destiny community, a Warframe community, a final fantasy community, a Minecraft community of whatever right. community they want. So I pay people as community managers to manage events and stuff happening on my servers so that the people who are just trying to find people to play games with can all come together. Mm -hmm. They get together and they farm dogs in Final Fantasy or they'll help people get through the raids in Destiny or they'll help people with their latest stuff in Warframe. So I'm already paying people that. And I had thought of a buddy of mine who needed a job and I was like, what if I pay you to organize a savage team like that, that is your job. Your mm -hmm. job is to make a savage team with the purpose of me putting it on stream so that I can monetize it. You, but you handle all the drama, the logistics, the checking people's tones. You do all that. Yeah. And I'm going to pay you to do it. And he had some stuff come up in his real life and he couldn't do it. And I was like, okay. And then I thought about that guy that I talked to back at the end of May that helped me just get a solid team. And I threw the offer at him. What if I give you guys the community wage and you split it accordingly? You do what you want to do with it. I don't care. I'll pay you. You guys come and hang out with me for two hours, two days a week on two very specific stream days. We're going to teach me how to do tea and you're going to, and you're going to teach the audience how to do tea. We're not going to keep it quiet that you're my co-host for this stream. And we just do it that way. Mm -hmm. And they're 100% on board. Yeah. So I pretty much have hired seven co-hosts, AKA seven people who can clear tea in their sleep <laughs> to show up and teach me how to do ultimates. We, and uh, I'm going to clear it with everyone else. I'm going to do it. I'm going to play it. It's going to be streamed the whole experience. Yeah. And I realized I've paid a savage team yeah. to be my, be my static. What's the tax write off <laughs> on all of this? 
So luckily, since we do these videos, I can write the entire expense off. <laughs> there it is, everybody. That's what you need to do. So like, if anybody's out there going like, hey, Brian, that sounds like a great deal. It's like, we just got to grow. You got to subscribe to Work to Game and Ginger Prime and Comic Story and Gaming and Comic Story. Like, just subscribe, watch the videos. <laughs> if we grow big <laughs> enough, like, there's like, oh, man, I was showing off uh, like how much money I make. Uh, and it's like, and it's somebody who said, oh, wow that's not what that's not a lot <laughs> it youtube is like, weird because i remember not, those days it yeah. goes from like i used to say it's a part-time gig if you don't have yeah. a full-time job you're screwed right <laughs> but youtube is that weird thing where you'll just hit some kind of stride and it just shoots up to full-time paycheck and you're yeah. like all right i'm good <laughs> exactly i actually was just finishing editing my uh uh, second uh, sponsored video. We got it sponsored by Raycon. They're not sponsoring this or this channel, so I'm gonna actually talk about them. Fantastic device. I've been using this. Love it. And uh, so I'm I'm adding to that, and that's gonna hopefully, hopefully approve it. It's such a process to do a sponsored post too. Oh, it is. It oh is. my gosh. It's like okay, here's your Chad this cut. is saying it sounds like a great idea. You should build a community. I agree. And pay them. Like I'm working <laughs> on it, guys. Like undesirable. Like you guys gotta go. Like let's let, let's totally pyramid Ponzi scheme this thing. You go find five people, and then they find five people, and so on and so forth. And after <laughs> I think five levels will have everybody in the world subscribe to work to game. And uh, as long as they're watching the videos, yeah, we can totally like, I, I'm not, I'm not against the idea whatsoever because it comes down and boils down to what's your time worth. And yeah. I think somebody earlier in chat was talking about like in life, you either have a lot of time and not a lot of money, or you eventually get to a point where you've got money and you don't have a lot of time. And so then you start paying for services and things like that, that you used to do yourself that you cannot either afford well, to doing that right now. So here's what I found out. This is where the information gets like really fascinating. Cause so like, this isn't just me bragging. Like I paid a static Brian and no, I've concluded it's, I don't think it's that a I'm going to I think to it's win. a legitimate thing that maybe even other content creators might consider depending on like their group and well, their team. If they don't have a team and they're always kind of like, man, this is something I want to do. I don't, I don't find any fault in it. I think it's right, well, cause smart. I look at it as co-hosts. Like if I don't yeah. beat T in the sessions they're there for, as long as I've presented a good stream, mm -hmm. that's what I'm after. Now, if I happen to beat T and somehow get to write it off, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, that was terrible. But <laughs> and for those are T is the uh, something Alexander. It's always prefer referred. It's the ultimate right now. If you're yeah, yeah. Um, but what I realized is this. Um, uh, how do you get access? Uh, it's my Discord, but I'm not going to promote my Discord on Brian's no, no, channel. No, 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 promote, Brian. promote, dude. Like, I don't even have a link. I don't even have a link. Well, anyway, like, <laughs> he'll, he'll look for the link. Go ahead and finish your story. We'll be sure to get that link. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. what ended up happening is, uh, so I, I now I obviously I've got people in Destiny that I pay my community managers to run raids for everyone who wants to run raids. My, one of my guys reached out to you to help you finish mm -hmm. up your thing. Yeah, We're sure, doing that with you. Shaq's he is, is he is on my payroll. Like he literally asked like, okay, what days do I want to do this? Blah, blah, blah. And he's doing it. They all do these as part-time jobs, but that guy is a nurse. The one that contacted you. Like yeah. he's got a full-time gig. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, and it's just some of the best guys. Like it is like <laughs> Epic of Alexander. That's it. For some reason I was thinking something else with it. But yeah. Epic of Alexander. Yeah. No, it's, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. It's just, I love uh, like pickup stuff. One of the things that I've, and, and I don't mean the following to sound braggadocious in any way but like i have often i'm a gamer like at the end of the day like i play games i work my butt off to be as good as possible at those games it doesn't mean i am right now and it doesn't mean i am the best when i started i always think of myself as finding ways to improve and i continue to do that so one of the things that still persists today is that i'm often surprised by 
when I, 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 I undervalue myself. And when I step into these scenes, um, I find that I'm, I'm pretty confident. And I think that's one yeah, of the things that fine when I was running with you, we yeah. ran out of time. Right. And it, well, <laughs> yeah. it, it wasn't time in the rate. It was like, yeah. Uh, kids are here. Like it's like life comes in. Yeah, and you, had, like, you had distractions going on behind you. I only had like 10 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I even, when you hit me up, I said, I'm waiting for somebody to come yeah. around. I was like, well, hell, let's just, we made yeah. it all the way to the last kind of part of it. And it's like, okay, well, well, good. I got experience through it. We'll, yeah. we'll be able to get to that part even faster. Like it's just fun content. And so that's one of the things that it's like, that's why, like, just as an aside, I know this is the uh, the Crystal Core Radio podcast, but that's an aside where I've really enjoyed 14, especially in the two-year cycle with the level cap, is that regardless of if I have a lot of time or if I don't have a time uh, enough time, I can just kind of chip away. Like, I'm, the, I'm water yeah. on the Grand Canyon. I'm going to get there. And that's one of the things that, like, come this time next year, as we get ready for 6.0... A lot of comments will be like, Brian, how do you do it? I'm a dad too. Like, I've got a job too. How do you do it? It's like, it's just me just like, you know, getting a little XP every little bit. Like Like some people go, oh, 30 minutes isn't enough to make progress in 14. But even me, I'll jump on and do the low level in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once in a while, once in a while, you got to drop out because like, hey, I got 30 minutes. This group is slow. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. You got to bail. But more often than not, you complete it. No problem. And, and so it's like, I've, uh, and I've been working on a kind of a guide for uh, destiny Two and ty- basically the busy gamers guide to destiny Two, Uh, and same thing. I'll have a busy gamers guide to final fantasy 14. Uh, and it's just a series that I've created for ginger prime, but it's talking about, and I use block, but I use kind of the concept of blocks in 15 minutes, you know? So it's like, if I've got a 15 minute block, um, that's kind of how I kind of structure it. And the, and the, and the, it's all about like, okay, cool. And then I, I already know when I'm, before I even hit go or play it's what am i doing what do i what's the first thing i do and what's my exit strategy to bounce out for whenever real life calls because these games yeah. don't have a pause but i'm like hopelessly addicted to these games i'll uh, be sure to also <laughs> <Same> get, <here. laughs> be sure to also get the link for them like so like cause I, I linked it in there but it's not a link link because because i'm not under channel properly i'm just verified Okay. Uh, but no, so what ended up happening though is what I discovered is by hanging out with the Final Fantasy guys and hanging out with mm-hmm. the uh, uh, Destiny guys, this is a whole community of people that know each other. And what I'm re- catching on, and like I said, this is my own experience. I know that there are raid groups out there that are just really good players who come together. Mm-hmm. But when you're in my situation and you're trying to find a raid group and you're trying to find one that works and wants to continually practice, the people who want to continually practice are the ones who are doing it to get paid. In Destiny, when I'm running trials with my PvP buddies, the entire time, they're like, oh, that's that guy. Oh, that guy's in the other chat. Oh, let me go talk to that guy. They know everyone. Mm-hmm. They're all friends. They're all playing at that same high level. They, you don't see them in the low levels because they don't mess with you. The, the reason you don't never see, you've only recently started seeing them in Destiny is because they got rid of skill-based matchmaking. Mm-hmm. In the Final Fantasy world, listening to these guys talk, they know every other like top parsing players and these a lot of these top parsing players are in these groups and the way that these things work unless you work it out the way i did is they go to like a bounty board oh these people are willing to pay this much money to to have to get carried through or piloted through this run hop on and do it and they pick up those bounties and that's what these top player a lot of these top players do not every single one i don't want to sound like i'm saying Mm. every single if you're a good player you're obviously on the payroll yeah Yeah, conspiracy theory starts from this one podcast and trickles out to the internet and what i'm almost seeing is it's a pseudo paywall to be able to get into those high level groups in in final fantasy 14 unless you know someone or you're lucky so that almost sounds like you just described real life to me (laughs) 
Uh, well, it is. It's, and it it kind of reminds me of that. So in 14, for those who don't know, I never say who I am or what I do is a real job. I never mm-hmm. say I'm a comic historian. I never say right. a Twitch stream. I never say anything. I'm just a low parsing machinist. That is it. <laughs> okay. Your friendly neighbor, neighborhood low parsing machinist at exactly. your service. That's me. And I constantly go to people and I go, hey, I want to join your group so that I can learn your group. We can work together. I can improve my parsing and my abilities with you. I want to learn with a team that also wants to progress. That's what I'm looking for in aesthetic, which by the way, if anybody just wants to do reclairs on a weekly basis, I'm available. Uh- <laughs> I need to learn the strat. See, because that's the thing that I've kind of. Well, we can been... work it out with your community. I'll teach you all the strat. I have all the loot. I just want to play. I like playing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Get... What a concept playing a game for I fun. I know. I yeah. just want to play the. I don't care that I got the loot. I want to play. Um, but what I realized is so what happened to me in the long in the short version of the story is I wanted to get involved, had to do a ton of research to get involved, got involved, was told that I'm not good enough to get in any good groups, had to find a group that was willing to accept a guy who wants to learn. That took forever. Finally got one of those. Got out of that group because they got a lot of people who needed to learn, which was great, but that wasn't a group that was pushing me and helping me get better at my job. So in the end of that, I was a low parsing machinist at the time, dancer, but I was low parsing. And bear in mind, I I hate people that are always like, gray parse means nothing. If you actually look at the parses, to go from like gray to green is like 100 and go from like green to blue is like 100 difference. And we're talking like three global cooldowns screwed up and you're you're screwed on your parse at this late in the game. So I hate people that are hitting me up like I'm sitting there pulling like crazy numbers on machinists and they're like, well, that was only a green. Okay, but we still killed it way ahead of schedule. What the hell are you talking about? I think that that just also comes down to understanding and interpersonal office skills. Like if we were just going to refer to this kind of thing as a business, it's like, that's where from a manager, it's like, rather than like, oh, you suck. It's like, how can I help you go from green to blue? Like yeah, what exactly. can I do to help you go from green to blue? And it, I, my whole thing, my the thing I, I, I will die on, the thing I, the, the, where I plant my flag and stand and say, this is the right mentality is that, Instead of looking outward as to what other people didn't do right or, you know, et cetera, look at what you could have done better. Like whenever, like even on a win, even on a loss, what could you have done better that would have taken pressure off the healer, allowing them to do an extra, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. Like the black mage buddy I was with where he's like, everyone adjusts to me. Okay. Well now my rotation's messed up. The healer has to place the bubble elsewhere, which moves the, uh, the samurai into a weird position. Like, just because you're good at your job doesn't mean that you you did like you still got clipped by damage down or mm-hmm. you still got uh took that one straight hit and sure you didn't die but the healer now had to heal you which took one heal away from the tank and then the tank had to use an extra mitigation which at three minutes later didn't line up properly and we got one shot at right you know like by something coming out um but what it was, it, it, but it's almost like the pay for progression like you know ubisoft right you can right. pay to just skip farming right in Final Fantasy XIV's raid scene, unless you have the connection or you know a friend or you're already orange parsing because you're just that good on a striking dummy, the answer comes down to spend 10 hours beating your head against Party Finder to get a semblance of a good parse, which does include being a dick. I hope I can say <laughs> dick here. You but can. just be You have to be a dick because like, the reason why people are jumping out after two or three pulls, they don't want that shit uploaded. Because the more uploads I have that say I did a gray because that guy screwed up, the harder it's going to be for me to fix the media. Oh, my gosh. I never thought about it. 
I that's did, why I did, they're I, did a, I remember was doing like a, we had a bad a bad pool, and I remember somebody was like went and dig through some like logs because they got uploaded, and they were giving me crap, and I'm like, everybody wouldn't stop dying. I was the healer, and I was healing ninety nine percent. Like if you go look one the column over at the healing parse, you could see that I was plenty busy. <laughs> right, but that's and that's what it is though, because your bad parse now affects their median. Yeah. So when I'm trying to get into a group and they go, well, you had green, 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 but what are these seven grays? Well, that was my party finder bullshit. Yeah. And my median is still gray. I can't get into that group. That's that's yeah. awful. That I mean, now that, that makes a lot of sense because that's why you have to then be a dick because if this is your end game, if this is your to get a high parse so people will take you. Right. <laughs> or that they'll keep you. Imagine yeah. just sitting here going like, dude, I, I see that you fell down. Like, you know, when it comes down, because when it comes down, especially if you're in the in a, in a business of selling, like analytics are the be all end all. Whether you come up with the right, you know, answer or the wrong answer, like hands down, business analytics is, 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 is be all end all. And it sounds like what's happened here with the raid community is we've, We've aggregated the data so much so that right. the meta, the data is king, and it then it then dictates how our personality and how we interact with people. Because it's like I've heard the horror stories. I'm sure you've heard the horror stories, like at TwitchCon or whatever. Like people just being dicks, and it's like turn around, and be like, "How many subs do you have?" Like, like that's some measure that they've succeeded in that they're exactly. a good human being. No, like that's a number. Congrats on. I guess if I've got that. if I've got a purple median parse, you know I bailed on tons of groups to get that purple median parse because I had to. Because if you upload me getting a gray parse because I died midway because you couldn't heal me because the other ninja messed up a mechanic and you had to heal him and then you couldn't top me off, I'm going to get a shitty parse. So I have to bail on a bunch of parses. So it boils down to if I want to get into an effective static group, I have to pug my way out to get a median parse that looks somewhat good, yeah. uh, find nice people who want to learn with me, but as we've discovered, most of those groups barely can get through the final tier. Like you, you literally have to just beat your head against a wall or pay a solid group to help you get there. It's literally what it comes down to. And what you're paying for is their time because those people, they're all hanging out with each other mm -hmm. because they're the group that will spend 10 hours getting a perfect Shiva clear so that that way, when they bring you in, they don't look bad. Right. But that's also how they have an orange parse. <laughs> fascinating it's really fascinating chili actually so, says by the way somebody actually uploaded yoshi p's parse when he was doing pugs <laughs> how do you do chili do we have the numbers on on what yoshi yeah. p did <laughs> especially in a pug i wonder if he was happy with it oh, and man. what blows my mind about that is like even like my first shiva clear even with those guys was all gray down the board because they were doing something else and you know what we still beat it yeah like there was nobody that was green, nobody that was purple, nobody that was orange. And that's because they have like 20 alts so that they can help everyone get through. So they just happen to be in an alt that wasn't geared properly. Yeah, but they the, know, but they know they've done it so many times. They know that they know the mechanics well enough that they can do it. Right. And that, I mean, obviously shows that with gray is that you can easily get the clear. But what it sounds like is that the social engineering where you don't want your parse to drop into a different color because that's going to impact your standing means yeah. that no like i'm not i can't risk that so 
grays mean nothing because grays means that you might drop me to a gray. It's exactly. oh my gosh. Did you ever see the Black Mirror episode in which that you rank people with the yeah. stars and it's like higher rank people? Like it's totally like that whole it's that oh my god, we're living in Black Mirror. What, what I'm saying is when you break out of the friend group version, yeah, okay, and you're no longer in the friends, and you get into like the raid scene as a whole, for my experience so far, has been entirely it's all about that parse all about how many times you cleared. It's all about that stuff. If you haven't cleared enough times to be on my level, if you don't know the three strats for lights rampant, you aren't parsing a purple at least. Don't even get near me because you're going to affect my parses and my numbers. It's it's so weird. It is a new age like coming from 11, coming from even like, I don't remember any of this in 2.0. No, none of this was a thing. Like you would see the gill sellers and be like, <laughs> who would pay for that? And then that was what also blew my mind. Do you know why there was 11 things in the party finder there, Brian? Because people are paying for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If, there uh, wouldn't be 11 if, of them listed right now if people weren't paying for yeah, this if shit. If there wasn't a market, then that's always, that's always kind of what I felt like people were like mad at, at gill sellers. It's like there wouldn't be any if there wasn't anybody paying for it. You know, right. No it's, one's going to say anything with the destiny stuff. Yeah. Like my trials buddies that I hang out with now that I paid initially for, but now I've just become friends with. They, I can't talk to them Friday through Monday because they're running all the orders through. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just constantly busy. <laughs> so everyone insane. who's like, oh, man, I can't believe that you would pay uh, people to basically be your static. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I got two hours of people who are 100% prepped up to go. They're going to teach me to do it. I'm still going to beat it. And uh, I'll have my trophy at the end. So what it, does it matter? If I had the money, I'd do it. I mean, yeah. as long as I'm doing it. Yeah, I think exactly. That's kind that, of more- that was always my caveat because everyone, the first thing they all say is we'll pilot your account, which then makes me go, how many people are doing that? If that is the first answer to everyone. Yeah. We're is <laughs> pilot program only. No, that doesn't uh, give me any, I get no experience. I just have a right. cool trophy. Well, but I guess if you're, if you don't, you only care about the glamor and like the commissions over on the Reddit and things like that. Yeah. I'd be fine. It's whatever. Cause I just care about the way it looks. I'm doing it for the experience of beating it. So that's my, like, I need to, I don't, won't let them pilot. I need to do it. Even though I'm the shittiest member of our three-man trials team in Destiny, mm-hmm. I still am in a three-man trials team and got the win. Like, <laughs> my strategy in trials, like I showed you in that video, is I'm just the distraction. We still do that because it is so effective. So, here, <laughs> so here's some interesting comments that are coming in. And guys, if you guys got questions about anything that we talked about, sound off below. But essentially, uh, you know, uh, Pile Bunker TV says, when you see it in WoW, so, uh, like you see it in WoW super often though, uh, the show your log thing is actually a part of their application progress uh, process for any guilds. And I've seen that before. I've seen the, hey, what are your logs? This is a part of your application. I've applied back in the day, even back in 1.0. I remember like, oh, this is like, there's a form that you fill out and you get interviewed oh, yeah. to be a part of like a uh, link It's show. a job. It's a job to be in an effective static. Mm-hmm. And then... um. Uh, undesirable to undeniable says, Oh, when I pay friends, I'm a loser. But when Benny does it, he's a smart businessman. <laughs> and, and here's, I guess, really kind of the, the, the kicker here, right? Like if outside, like there is the business aspect, like you as a content creator, make videos, people watch those videos, you inherently make money off of those videos and even the live streams. Like there is a legit, like if you were going to a bank and you're like, what's what's revenue like i'm applying for a business loan like you show your receipts like this is the money that's coming in. we've you've got enough you've been doing this long enough that you have you know enough data about what you bring in each and every month otherwise you're not a smart businessman if you're hiring people that you can't afford to keep you right. know 
it's like, 100%. and so it's like when it comes down to it, it's it's it all ties down into what is your time worth. It's, it's uh, I don't see anything different in terms of like if you hired an assistant to manage your calendar. You know, it's yeah, like I do oh, have one of those. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I I aspire to be Benny. Like I my goal, uh, I just need to go like serve in the military, come back and be like, okay, cool. Now I've got that checkbox. How can I <laughs> live through uh, my, my uh, dreams to be the next? Benny? Casual 14 says in the party finder in EU, they have groups that are 85 plus to get better parses, which makes it even harder to get out of green or gray. And that's exactly it because the people that are, aren't in that high tier, they're trying to get to that high tier to either play with those players, get on the payroll or just be able to be a part of that. And so they don't want to be dragged down by the lower parses. So to get to that tier, you just have to beat your head against the wall. I'm shortcutting it with money, Brian, mm -hmm. because you know, and here's the, here's what I noticed. And this is right off the bat. So I ran with those guys initially, right? Yeah. And I had issues with Ilya within two runs, two runs. They were able to identify what I was doing wrong and they immediately corrected it. And we beat the run. Because they've done it so many times, yeah. they were able to fix me. Yeah, you hired tutors. Me. I did. And they just got me right through it without even – like. and it was funny. So I had a buddy because we were talking about Ozil, and I'm like, I, I was like, hey, uh, I want you to go in. You're going to get your clear. Let me know what you think of that experience versus the static experience that we have both been dealing with between all these trials. And he went in with it, and he was like, it was so weird. They knew exactly what they were doing. Within three runs, they told me what I did wrong. It was an easy fix. I beat the run. I don't know what they were doing that were different. And I asked them, and they said they beat it for 10. They just beat the same dungeon 10 hours a day until they had it at that point. Mm -hmm. They had it at that tier. And I can't find a group that wants to run something that many times right. unless they're getting loot. <laughs> well, loot and, and probably a paycheck because it's like when you talk about 10 hours, it's like that's – that's a job. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you were at, you did a full time work week this week in a game. Uh, Gregory writes: Is there um, is gray a catch all for bad play, or is there a category that's lower than gray? No, gray is the lowest you'll go. The, the, so the way the parsing works, it, it's not a like oh below twenty five you're automatically be a gray. What a parsing does is it takes the everyone who's ever uploaded a parse. So you might have a ninja who only has 2,000 parses versus a dancer who has 7,000 parses. A more popular jump is going to have a more difficult time getting into a parse. And what it does is it takes all of those, let's say dancer, mm -hmm. 7,000 parses, and then grades them by uh, orange, purple, blue, green, gray. And it goes all the way down in that manner. And so it, it basically takes it into those tiers and then based on where you place among those 7,000 players, you place into those tiers. And what happens is you may start the tier out as a blue or purple, but as the tier goes on... As more data there, gets, you know... There's more data, and what's going to happen is all those top-end players, those guys who are running it 10 hours a day, they're now changing jobs. They're now swapping around learning every job, and they're getting their parses up into the purple and the blue and the oranges because they're spending 10 hours a day in each job in every instance, and they're just pushing parses down. So if you're not a 10-hour-a-day player, you eventually start, well, I was an orange. Now I'm a purple. Now I'm a blue. Now I'm a green. I better go do more parsing to mm -hmm. get back up there. It's not a simple, got this number, I'm automatically this, mm -hmm. which is why I was saying people don't realize sometimes when I was doing Dancer, I was gray, gray for the longest time. And when I got blue, I skipped green because it was only 100 DPS difference. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, though. I skipped I, I, I bet it. But that felt good. No, it did. But what I'm saying is, like, that's like, it's so weird because it just takes all the players who have done it. 
So, yeah, Samurai has high numbers, so get good. I hate to say that, but <laughs> if you want an orange, it's up there. Way up there. <laughs> uh, see, uh, Moopy says, can you pay specifically for people to up your parse? Uh, apparently, and I only, uh, basically what, so a parse run is actually, and this makes it even worse, Brian. Mm -hmm. So you can do a parse run versus a normal run. If I'm going to do a parse run, the way that that works is simple. I'm going to get on my machinist and we're going to have an astrologian. We're going to have a dancer. We're going to have a bard. Every buff that we can get is going on me. My parse is now going to be abnormally high. That's a parse run. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So so you need to be BIS, have a parse run, and that's how you're going to start bringing your parse up. But you can't get into those groups until you beat everything, got BIS, which you can't get because you're not getting into the groups. And you can't get into parse runs unless you're in a group that cares about a parse run. So Spencer writes, how do you guys feel about parse farm parties? And do they usually work for you? I'm going to jump in on my answers that I haven't taken advantage of any of that. Um, because essentially, just as a part of as my content it tends to be that I'm leveling up the different jobs. And so I haven't like I was tried, did some uh, of the raids uh, back when they came out and then I got really busy. My son was born like this also impacted my destiny, you know, play my, my destiny career. Uh, and so it's like out of that, like there's been a lot of life events that it's like, yeah. Okay. So for me, like from a content perspective, the thing, the number one question I get is, Hey, can you make a controller guide for this job? And I put a lot of time into those controller guides because I want to make sure I know how it feels. And I'm actually reworking some of them to try to to account for a little bit more mobility. Um, But so like those things take time. That's what people are looking for uh, me from. And like while I've cleared, you know, Titania, you know, during launch, like I went and did that. And I had a, a great time working with the crew on that on that piece. We weren't necessarily worried about parsing. We were we we parsed those fights just so I could see if I was improving. And I think that there's a real value. And I, I continue, even despite this conversation to advocate that I wish the game would give this to me natively on an individual level. So I could see how I'm doing. And if, and then rate me against myself, like, did right. I do better? Did I miss a rotation? Did I get hit by something unnecessary? Like there's so much data that I wish I could have that, that third parties, like FF logs and stuff are, are basically filling in that gap. And then the community is essentially acquiescing to them. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a gray area for sure, but what are your thoughts uh, on that question? Uh, actually uh, on that oh, question, please go ahead. Uh, well, cause uh, we had a follow-up right over here that actually corrects something that I wasn't stating. Yeah. Uh, so Bizu in the chat says the party buffs don't affect parse runs anymore. And that is something I actually forgot to mention because at the level that I'm at, people don't care about the RDPS. Uh, right. So, and, that's, and so well, for anybody who doesn't know, you have your DPS, which it counts for like other people's buffs because there are utility. And then you have yeah. the RDPS, which is basically the real DPS, what you did that was not buffeted by from uh, exactly. an outside source. Yeah. Um, and so what ends up happening, and I've had this happen three times total, is the people that benefit from our DPS will argue with the people who are de- benefiting from regular DPS, unless you're at that super high tier where you realize our DPS is what matters. Mm-hmm. Like they literally argue, well, here's my DPS. And then the our DPS guy, normally a ninja, will be like, yeah, but here's <laughs> what you really did. And then they'll go back and forth. And I've seen it happen three times in those crappy party finder groups where they're arguing about the DPS. Who did better based on our DPS versus... Uh, I think I think it's categorized as ADPS. Mm-hmm. I can pull it up and look, but yeah, it's it's got its own category. The original DPS and the RDPS is the correction to get rid of those party buffs. But there's still people who use that party buff as a way to go. Look what I did. I had a white mage jump in 
uh, a while ago. A guy that I used to run with a lot jumped in and goes, look at my orange DPS on my white mage. And he's like, yeah, we party buffed that. Like, like that's still stuff people do. What would be really cool, really interested in your thoughts and chat's thoughts on this is that if ADPS actually gave the DPS to the person who, cr who create, created the buff. That's what RDPS is. RDPS oh, does really? all okay. those corrections. It removes the party buffs, puts them back where they should be. Okay. So that you can look at what your I thought it was just stripping that out as a as a filter, meaning that nobody gets the points. No, RD, so is. RDPS uh, is it gets rid of all of that. And from what I was told, I don't know how true this is. I got a guy in one of the groups who supposedly was super into balance, which is where all these discussions happen. Mm -hmm. He said that RDPS is created at the beginning of the tier because dancers were parsing so low, nobody wanted to bring them. But what people don't realize is the amount of RDPS dancer brings, all right. the buffs they bring. That's what you're looking for. So it was created at that point is what he yeah. told me. Yeah, Whether we, or not we that's made true, a video like, how do no you idea. rate utility? Like, how are yeah. you going to rate it? So that sounds like RDPS And that's exactly, yeah, because when I, when I started the tier up uh, way back at one, I was barred. And I still had the storm libertation, which was horrendous. And we talked about it and I decided I'd go dancer and I went over to dancer and I'm like, wow, the DPS is stupid low. And that's when I learned all about our DPS. So it's, I think it's too new for it to be a big, big thing. Oh yeah. No dancer's stupid low. Now way back when, when I swapped over to dancer, it was higher than Bart. Not anymore, but <laughs> that's another discussion in itself. Um, but yeah, our DPS does get rid of the party buffs, but I'm just saying in general, the amount of argument over parsing over buffs over things like this is ridiculous. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you can clear the content, you're not hitting in rage. That should be the important thing. And as a team, as a group, people you're working with your regular team, that's what you should be improving upon. Yeah. That's, that's always been my philosophy with statics and this new mentality of like the parse being high enough and please already know, already have a high parse already know the mechanics that we want to run. We're not going to teach you any of that. So if you can't get it down in the first run, get out of my group. Like, I feel yeah. like almost people are looking for carries. Like the people making the group, and, and I mean, I, this is not everyone. I'm stating that now before I get a thousand Generalization, tweets. Generalization, generalization. <laughs> yeah. Dang, come Benny. A lot of the party finder groups that I would find, the expectation was that I would already be able to do blue and their strategies with no issues at all out the gate. And I would look up their, their, because I mean, if you're going to check my logs, I'm going to check yours mm -hmm. and they're parsing gray. So I almost feel like, like they're looking for what I'm looking for, but they want to put together the group. So <laughs> yeah. they just want to get all the people that are high tier. Right. Because if I can, well, it's a whole Black Mirror thing. It's like, if I get a bunch of five stars with me and I'm a three star, exactly. maybe they'll move me up to a four star and then I can load, lord it over everybody. I do want right. to, so, and, yeah, and which is what I've just done. I hired seven co-hosts go. who are going to teach me tea and they're the five stars and I'm the half of a one star. <laughs> it's it's honestly i'm hoping at the end, the day, at the end brian i'm like a two and a half there you go <laughs> best of luck to you on that one i'm looking forward to watching those streams because it'll be fun regardless <laughs> it's like hey watch me learn i mean and that, those are learning streams you know you have these guys as co-hosts teaching you how to play uh gregory writes and i, I want to have this as a kind of a final thought and uh, before we wrap up the podcast, he says, wouldn't it still indicate that you were a better player because you were good at aligning your skills with burst windows and, and uh, the concept of RDPS? Somebody buffs you, and now you're aligning your skills to increase the overall damage output. And, I, and my thought is, is that I think that's something that the game should absolutely do. It should absolutely break down those kind of stats 
uh, to deliver that kind of information to you. How effective were you during a burst period? How effective uh, were you during these things? Like, did you like if they could feed you that kind of information, I think either like that could take some of the mid core players and educate them so that they're like, oh, my gosh, I never thought of like doing this thing, because at the end of the day, like. Sure, what probably separates a mid-core from a hard-core is somebody who's willing to go outside and do outside research of the game and to try and improve as opposed to using exactly what's in the game uh, currently to improve. And so that's just my take. It's like I think that there should be some credit, especially in terms of aligning your uh, your burst period to when you are buffed up to be stronger. But I think that's still a function that the game doesn't do that it should and, and while as long as we rely on outside sources, it's going well, it probably is never going to be perfect, but it's going to be it's the best form of imperfection as possible. Benny, what are your thoughts? Uh, the burst window, I agree with because I, uh, I remember one group hit me up and they recruited me, even though the parse was low, because I didn't get any damage downs. So looking at burst windows and lineups and things like that, people do look at a lot of times as mm -hmm. a way to judge an actual player, regardless of the GPS. Oh, you didn't get damage downs. Oh, you did this. That means you can do mechanics. So if you can do mechanics, we can work on DPS. Some groups will do that. Those groups just uh, in current experience have all fallen apart or they were they wanted me to learn something else. And once they would like, oh, you didn't have any issues. So let's change up everything, you know, Smart. like, <laughs> no, I have no issues with that run, that run right there. Like <laughs> I can do aatory uptime mirrors. If you're going to change that shit, I'm lost. <laughs> 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 all right, guys, uh, be sure to follow Benning over on all the social medias. Links are in the description to his channels. Follow him on Twitter. Be sure to check out his in incredibly entertaining uh, Twitch streams over on Comic Story and Gaming. All things Comic Story and Gaming now. Uh, thank you, Benny, so much for taking time to share the story and to have this great, amazing conversation. I'm sure we're going to be doing a couple more collabs. We've got a couple of videos that we're like, man, we need to sit down and talk about this. Or, or, but you also got you're working on a couple of videos. Do you want to, is there anything you want to plug or share? Uh, uh, the first attempt at the hired co-host team, which is how I'm wording it to make it make it the hired co-host so team. The hired co-host team is uh, Thursday, Thursday night. If you guys want to check it out, that's the scheduled one. I, it might not line up like we're intending, but that's what we're aiming for. So, yeah. all right, guys, thank so you. If you want uh, to follow up questions? That would be the time. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> go check them out. Ask them in real time. How's it going? Thank you, chat, for hanging out, making this such an engaging. Uh, podcast. Thanks to all of our new subscribers. Again, we're trying to get to a thousand here on Ginger Gaming Radio. You'll see the Crystal uh, Core Radio Podcast, PSO Radio Podcast, uh, Epic Loot Radio Podcast, and Mystic Light uh, Radio Podcast, in which that is actually focusing around Blue Protocol as we follow its development. Not a lot of news, so you haven't seen a lot of those podcasts. Please, sure, if you can, no pressure. If you feel like we earned your sub uh, subscription, hit subscribe, hit that like button and share this out with your friends. That would be amazing. I uh, thank you guys all so much for the amazing support. As we'll always, be sure to check out Work to Game and Prime for more gaming videos and more. Benny, again, thank you for joining us. Love you, chat. Love you guys so much. And I hope you guys all have an incredible day. Take care. Have a good one.